Hi, and welcome to the Tomato Timer, a podcast about learning to learn. I'm Z from Xenos, and I'm tuning in live with experts around the world asking your questions and hearing their stories, all before the timer goes off. 24 minutes and 39 seconds to go. I'd like to introduce today to our episode, Juliana, who has been my mentor when I was uh, in the launch program with UCL Innovation Enterprise. And she's like an amazing award-winning entrepreneur and a champion for women in entrepreneurship. And we're so excited to have you. Welcome. Thank you very much, Sabir, for a very kind introduction. <laughs> Thank you for having me. No, it's, it's just amazing. Um, so like, you know, our format for the past couple of days, we've had our channel open and getting some questions in. But before we get started with those, I kind of wanted to know a bit more about kind of your history about getting into entrepreneurship. How did it all start? Where did you, what, like, where were you studying and how did it lead to you becoming so into this kind of area of the world? Sure. Well, it started when I was actually quite young. My father used to run a, a family business which specialized in uh, recycling color metals like nickel, copper, aluminium. And actually from the age of 10, I was seeing what's going on as a small business when he tried to grow from very sort of beginning by himself. Mm -hmm. uh, and looking the hard side and a good side of the business and actually working within the business uh, from an early age. So straight after the school, I will go to the office and help out where I can with the paperwork or sort of things that my the company needs. And one thing which really is, was, I think now I can see the benefits of that, is that my father always see the family side and the business side are completely two different things. So when we're coming home, everything is great. We're family, we're together, we're talking about it. But when you're actually working in the business, when you're in the office, he is very strict. He sees the mistakes, he asks the questions. So it's been a real sort of experience of the harsh side, seeing the real world business. And it wasn't always pleasant at that time, but now mm. I can see how beneficial it was then. When I came to the UK and went to study at my first degree at Thames Valley University, which is now a university of West London, I've done mm -hmm. business studies degree. I, I always, in the back of my mind, I always wanted to do something for myself, work for myself. Yeah. And I tried a few things. Uh, I found out about Entrepreneur Society within the university. I joined that. I became a president. I tried to enter as many competitions as I could possibly find um, around entrepreneurship and learn from the best and network with people. So it's always been sort of a huge interest to me of how yeah. it works. When I came to the UK, uh, it also been an amazing to see how much support is available in the UK yeah. in terms of the whole ecosystem. You know, in terms of the training and support and mentoring uh, and specialized network, it's been quite an overwhelming, actually. Yeah, it has uh, been. And it's gone from then, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even when I got to uni, it was amazing. Like, I hadn't really explored this option much, but when I got to the societies at uni, there are so many people out there who are very welcoming and giving lots of great advice to you at any stage of whatever, like, startup or business idea you have. It actually comes up to the first question that was asked by one of the guys here. What, like, because different people have different perspectives of what business entails. Sometimes it's seen as a very selfish pursuit as well. And it's, it's kind of tough because like even like from different cultures, it's, it's seen differently. What, what does it, what is it for you? Obviously it's quite different in the UK, but how can we justify why business is such an amazing thing to pursue? And 
like make people make people understand why it has such a positive impact sure uh we'll actually look at the two sides of that which is quite interesting from my personal story as well first of all the small business is the gold of any economy and actually if you see statistics around the world nowadays majority of the businesses out there are small and micro businesses if you take uk itself 99.6 businesses are small medium enterprises so it's become a driven force of actually economic development around the world mm-hmm. lots of things influence that of course the technology the you know the adaptation how we actually do the work and do the business nowadays but it is becoming a, a center of economic development but the starting a business yes uh, you know there's sort of two sides to it there's a necessity and an opportunity you can see an opportunity and jump on it and see well actually i can make lots of money from it and do this and this but very often we see entrepreneurship it actually come from necessity and in my case with my actual social enterprise i've been running for the last 6 years that's what it has been so if i give you a little bit of background i used to have an ex- well amazing job really as i thought at that time i got married i got a child so everything was going perfectly well yeah but when my daughter was born i went back to my employer and trying to find the ways i can work more flexibly or actually be able to look after my daughter and also do my work really well which i'm passionate about yeah and that wasn't the case so suddenly i had a choice i had to leave because the money i was making doesn't really make any commercial sense for me going back and not seeing my daughter and not being able to spend time with her and have no money so i had to look into myself all the experience i had with my family business what i studied at university the networks i engaged with what is out there in the community i can use to use my skills differently and actually see if i can you know set up a social enterprise supporting other people so mm-hmm. the initial social enterprise my outspace which was a business center with the childcare provision and business support was actually driven by the necessity within my situation yeah so i think there's a two side to the story yes more businesses are great but in a lot of economies is driven by necessity because the job market is different it's hard to find work and even if you find work is no longer work for life you have to be constantly selling yourself constantly adapting changing things learning new things so the whole environment is kind of forcing you to be more entrepreneur driven in your mindset i was just um i i remember start we were i was hearing a couple of days ago is that i think the small and medium sized enterprises in the uk are making more than 50% or 60% worth of jobs in the uk is that absolutely, absolutely. so yeah, yeah. even in the case of that like we're these little things that we we, we think are you know family driven businesses and smaller enterprises we don't really aren't they're, they're not the big flashy names we know all over the world but these are the the places where more than half of the population is actually working at earning from and living their life with so it is so important for there to be people to run businesses like these and so yeah absolutely there's it's very hard to find obviously there's greed in every industry but it's it's hard to find like a why you know there's so much negativity associated to going out to study and starting a business so another question i wanted to go on to is how did your parents react to this kind of choice of moving away from a very steady kind of comfortable kind of foreseeable perspectives and job to something much more experimental 
how did and what about yourself and your family like was it not kind of scary to like leave something that was so like you know driven and had foundations already <laughs> um well my parents well, my wanted parents to be an accountant, be an accountant because they thought if I'll be an accountant I'll be the per- the best person for the home uh, for the family business and I can go back and support the family business but it's been always um my my parents and my father has a military background and it's always been you know very structured very focused way of how I do things and I always been restricted in what I would like to do so it has to be always been prescribed to me and when I came to the UK I realized that I'm actually away from that environment and I realized how many opportunities out there and we we had a lot of different conversations with my parents of course they wanted me to come back but I had to make sort of harsh choices and I said well actually this is my future um and I I will make choices as I see so yeah they want me to be an accountant I'm not an accountant and I will <laughs> never be uh, it's not in my heart at all and actually uh, when I started the business they kind of been a bit skeptical and my dad says yeah yeah we'll try a few things see how it goes and actually he did not believe it will work so you know he thought I'm just doing it for a bit of a fun and see how it is yeah. Um, but actually, he, as the business developed and have done really well, he took it more seriously. And the conversations we had down the line were a completely different conversation from what it was when I just started. And no, no support was given by my parents for the business. And I'm fine with that because I think they mm-hmm. just wanted me to, okay, if you want to try, you go and try it by yourself how it is. Yeah, there's been quite difficult conversations. Um, but I just yeah. had to make a choices and yeah. And it's led you where you way. are. So uh, another kind of like question regarding academics, you have, you hold a, a PhD in, was it, is it exactly business or something more specific? And what inspired you to pursue, you know, after being an entrepreneur, lots of like entrepreneurs kind of forget about the academics. They don't even try to get their university degrees. What, what made you like passionate about continuing <laughs> academics? Sure. If you tell me 10 years ago, Juliana, you'll have a PhD, I will laugh at you. I never <laughs> planned to become a doctor and I never planned to study this long. When I, um, so I studied my undergraduate degree, University of West London, business studies. Then I had a scholarship with Kingston University to do my master's in business studies mm-hmm. and research. And at that point, I said, that's it. Um, I studied the business and I'm going to just explore the world, make it happen. And, you know, do it by practice. But then I've always been connected to the world of academia because I'll be always coming back and do some lecturing, some program development, um, because the business side was around uh, startup development. So I've always been within the ecosystem of business uh, agencies, support organizations, as well as universities. Yeah. And um, being within that world, I can contribute to some research around entrepreneurship. Uh, I contributed to lots of different reports around migrant entrepreneurship, female entrepreneurship. And then one day I saw this ad, which is asking, would you like to do a PhD in entrepreneurship, scholarship uh, with my old university, University of West London. And it was very flexible how it's been written, what the focus, entrepreneurship is the focus, but what, what exactly, you know, what, which part of entrepreneurship, what exactly they want to go to. And I said, you know what? I don't think I will ever give it. You know, there is a reason why I see this ad at this time. Because I've been doing the research, I've been doing the business, I've been involved within their ecosystem. I can see it from three-dimensional perspective, what entrepreneurship means. Yeah. And I decided to apply. 
I put my application in and I was invited to the interview. I got to the interview and there was a quite a few people shortlisted. And the whole interview, I was talking about the business experience I had in the last year since I finished my master's. And next day I got a call and I said I got accepted on PhD. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's, that's really, you know, it's kind of amazing uh, because you, you got on the, on the program, but then you said, okay, this is actually a serious thing. I have to do it for yeah. three years <laughs> and, I have to, you know, and I have to do it well. And when I had my first meeting with uh, potential supervisors, they said, okay, which side do you want to discuss? What would you like to do? And I got a bit lost because I thought it will be quite prescriptive because it's funded. It's, you know, PhD usually structured things. And yeah. I was very lucky uh, that they actually made it quite open. So my research was focusing actually on being myself as international students and seeing lots of international students in the UK, research was focusing on how, what's the impact on business education in the UK on international students and what do they do with it when they go back home to their home countries. So actually cool. looking how the ecosystem and the knowledge and educational system impacts basically future entrepreneurs around the world. And I thought that just fits perfectly well with the business, what I'm passionate about, what I want to do. And I can study more about it. <laughs> yeah. Great and uh, yeah, uh, but of course, what I haven't realized how challenging the PhD journey is. PhD is great, but within the program, it's not all about what you do, what you enjoy. I absolutely enjoy the actual research part. It's talking to people, collecting the data, looking at the data and how fascinating the results were. Yeah. But the actual writing in academic style, practical stuff, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely hated it. So you have to be prepared for, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a commitment, but you've got to make sure it makes a difference for yourself at the end. Not mm. for institution, you know, how it actually impacts the world. How do you contribute to the knowledge, but also the practical side of how the world works. That's so important. Amazing. So to, to keep you motivated. Yeah. yeah. The inspiration was an advert and somehow getting accepted in like a day's worth of a call or something. Uh, the inspiration was actually seeing in a particular time when I had so much experience in academia business yeah. and as an entrepreneur student. So it's all sort of coming together. And I just thought, you know, I don't think I will see another opportunity like this. Tell me a bit about the, because you've been working with the, kind of the startup ecosystem for so long, you've seen it transform quite a bit as well. Um, what's the current kind of situation? And not only just like the, kind of the UK one, because you've, you have perspectives from the international ecosystem. And, mm. and what is it like for international students who are coming to study at uni and how are they getting engaged and affected by it? Yes, UK's entrepreneurship ecosystem is very strong. It's a bit overwhelmed. Even in the UK, you need to know where to go and what information to trust and consider. Yeah. Um, around the world is building up momentum. Obviously, the state's been ahead of UK, and it's another mm -hmm. huge ecosystem which well connects with UK and sort of European countries. But outside that circle, things are not as advanced as you will see in the UK. But there's a lot of buzz around entrepreneurship. And actually... You know, entrepreneurship means a lot of things. It's not just to set up your own business. It's being entrepreneurial, your mindset and how you approach everything in your life. 
so it's it's great to see for example i do lots of work in russia and the business even the business education entrepreneurship is very new to the russia you know it's in the last 30 40 years when sort of things yeah. started actually formally be introduced in the universities but you see accelerators you see incubators you see enterprise competitions so you see more and more things of encouraging people to consider entrepreneurship as a sort of a career path and develop their yeah. skills earlier i've been in egypt in april this year and we visited a couple accelerator programs and universities and you see how much emphasis has also started to be given to sort of developing an enterprise culture enterprise mindset and to the entrepreneurship within their education system and creating sort of micro ecosystems they're not very well connected but it's it's a starting point you've got to start somewhere yeah and if somebody who, wherever you are around the world i think it's important to to really search for things look for things like an incubator or accelerator look at the government a lot of government around the world and in caribbean everywhere else developing programs as we speak so just be really open to what entrepreneurship means and just explore the opportunity to see what's out there where you are there's a lot of things online i mean we run an online virtual incubator in the say school and there's a lot of other places where you can engage with our experts you get mentoring support and just to see if that's something for you there is a huge development of ecosystem across the world which is which is great to see so you kind of mentioned it uh, very passingly and i want to know a bit more about the, the say business school and like a bit more because a lot of our kind of community is interested in looking at business and we come from all over the world and sometimes an international education is is quite difficult to to manage to afford without scholarships and other financial support so can you tell us a bit more about what that's i know a bit so i uh, tell us tell the community <laughs> how how it's all shaped up Sure. So Say School of Business been actually born from the problem you just mentioned, particularly working with a lot of international students. So what it does, it provides the affordable and accessible path to UK education, but with the main focus around business management and applied entrepreneurship, uh, because the school really believes learning by doing, learning by exploring, engaging with the real world information, trying things out in a safe environment to make it work. Mm-hmm. and the way it's been set up that the students can do equivalent of the first and second year of university degree with the say school of business online and complete the final year of their bachelor degree with one of the partners of the say school of business so there are currently 20 different partners across the uk and you get the final bachelor degree of that university but also if you join on a degree you will get a free access to the virtual incubator which is part of the say school of business so you'll get access if you have a business idea or would like to explore uh, what entrepreneurship means to you we have a bank of mentors a learning program and support to to explore that and see if that's something you would be interested to develop further we also working very closely with department of international trade another organization which are actually very interested to see if international community has good ideas particularly within the tech world and yeah. there is an opportunity to get support in terms of the visa and other support to bring your ideas into the uk and actually establish business in the uk 
Amazing. But yes, the SSA School of Business is focusing on those two areas and it basically provides something which really saves you money and saves time and gives you the high quality of education. A British, British degree at the end of it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, amazing. So some of the universities we work with are Coventry University, Manchester, Lincoln, Nottingham University. So they're, they're really good universities. Yeah. And you get degree of that particular university. And the first two years, uh, like how does the remote learning process work? Because it it might feel a bit lonely for for all alone without. Because it's nice to you know go to uni with friends and stuff. So how have you can develop that? Sure. So we're using one of the systems which a lot of universities use for online materials. So you get access to all the reading you need, all the materials. You've got a personal tutor which guides you through the process. And we've built a community. So you will be able to communicate with other people in the program, wherever the part of the world they are, engage with them, sort of support each other, create a peer-to-peer support group. All the assignments, because we're focusing on this particular two areas, business management and applied entrepreneurship, all the assignments are written assignments, essays, reflective essays, reports. So there is no examination. So it's really trying to explore their issues, understand the practical implementation of the solution you create and help you to go through the journey by using academic tools and, you know, at latest research. But there's a definitely... It is a challenge to study online. It's a commitment. But there is a supportive community from the university perspective, but also from the students' perspective. And actually, there's, yeah, and there is one more thing. So if you are committed, depending on personal circumstances, and able to put forward a full-time, sort of, you know, really focus on your studies, you actually can complete two academic years within one calendar year. So wow. if you really want to you get your degree as quick as possible, you focus, you, you concentrate it, you, you know, you want to do it, the one mm-hmm. academic year can be completed within six months. Wow. Well, that's an accelerated degree. Yeah. That's two years, <laughs> right? Like, so if we... Yeah, so that... one year, yeah, so two years with State School of Business can actually be completed within the one calendar year, and then you can study the final year with the university partner. And some of our partners offer um, also online solutions or you're welcome to come to the UK. We'll support you with your application for visa to make sure you're able to come mm-hmm. and complete the final year on campus. Amazing. And it's, it's, I would like, still recommend if, if we could get there, uh, like to come and have that kind of experience to be with people and go to university and have that campus experience. But this is a much more affordable way of doing it all because I know how expensive it is to even a year worth of international studies actually adds up to quite a lot. Yes, yeah. I mean, it really depends on circumstances. And we all have different reasons for coming and what we were able to commit financially and time-wise. So, yeah, it's just a different option to make it more flexible for people to achieve what they want to achieve. Absolutely. So, Juliana, as you know, we are quite tight in our timings. We like to do that whole (laughs) pom clock. So we're almost at 25 minutes I'd just like to have a last, like your last couple of words for anyone, not just pursuing business, but in general, like you're either a saying or a, a motto or a thing you live by for our community to, to hear from you. 
Sure. I think I will say uh, one thing. There is never a right time to start a business. It's like there is never a right time to get married or have a baby, as I found out. <laughs> so if you have an idea, yes, there might be financial restrictions. There might be other sort of things which are stopping you from making that final decision. Go for it. But you don't have to do the whole idea straight away. You can break it down in small projects. But do something. Start somewhere and see what type of response you get. Because mm -hmm. longer we sit on it, longer we think about it, unfortunately, quicker we lose that opportunity, particularly yeah. in the current environment. So if you have an idea, I will be more than happy to offer a conversation to anybody who's on this channel today to sort of offer um, a half an hour of mentoring to discuss the business idea if they have one. But you've got to do something about it to see if it's feasible. Try it out. But please don't just keep it away from actual practical implementation. Go for it. That will be my main advice. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. I think our community loved this. And we, we, have still, we still have a couple of questions which are pinning around. But if you have a few minutes, you can have a look at in our kind of amazing, very inspirational. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye.